Father, for Brother John's uh, sister-in-law tragically passed away in a car accident, and so they're out there for the funeral and things. So we just pray for their travel grace and safety back and be with the family as well. Uh, Miss Barbara, Barbara, that is uh, uh, true, thanking you for uh, the ladies' meeting yesterday and the good fellowship and food, devotion as well, and just a great time in the Lord. Uh, Miss Nelta would like to pray for her cousin Billy uh, Mouse. Uh, Father, he had a heart attack, and uh, uh, the doctors weren't uh, giving him much hope, uh, but the praise is, is that uh, you saw fit to touch and heal his body through prayer. And so we do thank you for that, and we'll continue to pray for him as well. Uh, pray for Brother Kenny, Lord. He's got some doctor's appointments coming up, and just pray, Lord, that uh, they'll be able to help him to get to feeling better. Uh, Miss Danielle, thanking you for uh, the opportunity to, to go out uh, Thursday night and knock on doors, and uh, Father, with the snow cone cart, uh, had a great time in the Lord. Thank you for all those that came, uh, uh, the, the young people and, and many adults as well came, and uh, Father, I believe that we... Uh, really touched a lot of lives. As a matter of fact, we have a visitor this morning with us here in Sunday School as a direct result of that snow cone uh, ministry. So we thank you for that. And uh, Lord, uh, also the other contacts and the two young girls, dear God, that uh, seem to be searching. And uh, so, Father, we lift them up to you as well. Um, uh, Brother Bob, just thanking you for Chris and the boys getting home safe, Lord. And just pray, Father, that uh, they'll be able to get their automobile fixed. Uh, hopefully it won't be too bad. Uh, Miss Bonnie, just thanking you for her uh, sister's being able to come over and visit and spend some time together. We do pray for the sister there that's battling cancer. Father, pray that you'll uh, be with that as well. And uh, Miss Emma, uh, very faithfully praying for us all. And uh, Father, we just uh, lift all these prayer requests up to you. Pray your will be done in each and every one of them. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen and amen. All right, all right. So we're going to go ahead and get into the Sunday School lesson this morning. And... Um, uh, we'll uh, jump right into it. So we're going to be in Mark uh, chapter 10 uh, to start off. And uh, I have nothing. And uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I can kind of, uh, uh, we'll give it just another second here. And uh, so, so I'm telling you, the devil's in all these electronics. I, I tell you. Okay, here we go. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. All right, so Mark chapter 10, and uh, we're going to lo be looking at the rich uh, young ruler. And uh, by way of introduction, you can just kind of follow along there on your notes. Uh, you know, I don't, as I've mentioned a lot of times when I have these notes, I don't always mention everything that's on the notes, uh, but uh, uh, that's there for your convenience and, and hopefully uh, for later study as well. Uh, but um, there we go. All right, so. Uh, we're talking about a, a rich young ruler. Now, of course, you've got to take all the narratives, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, uh, that you find this story in, put them all together to come up with these things. We're just going to stay in the book of Mark for the time's sake. But we find here a, a young ruler uh, who was rich. In other words, he, was, um, he had uh, a lot of money. And the Bible says that he basically came, if you read all the narratives, he came and he fell at Jesus' feet asking how to be saved. What must I do to inherit eternal life? And for those of us that you know, have a heart for soul winning and, 
and, uh, you know, love to lead people to the Lord. I mean, wouldn't you just love for people to come and run to you and say, what can I do to be saved? I mean, you know, that's, that's what we would do. And we all have our ways that we would do that and maybe go through Romans Road or, you know, tell them about the plan of salvation. But Jesus kind of had a different approach with this guy. It's not the norm. It's not how we would, I wouldn't recommend using this, in other words, uh, uh, today. But we learned some things about this man. Of course, God knows hearts. And uh, again, his Christ's response uh, uh, to this young man would, would seem odd uh, in today's uh, ways of, of sharing the gospel with folks. And basically what he tells him is he tells him to keep the commandments and challenges with that. And then we'll see that he'll talk about when he does that, then sell everything that he has uh, and give all that proceeds to the poor and come and follow him. Now, could you imagine if somebody came up and said, Preacher, what must I do to be saved? And I said, well, you've got to keep, keep the commandments. You need to go sell everything you got, give it to the poor, and then follow Jesus. You know, <laughs> that probably wouldn't work, okay? But now, Jesus is God. He, know, he already knew where this man's heart was. We don't, okay? So that's important to understand. But, but again, uh, uh, something that's uh, something odd. Just imagine, I mean, just think about this. It wasn't like he was telling him to sell some extra things that he had. He was saying, sell everything you got and give it away and then come follow me. <laughs> uh, quite a challenge there, right? And, and so uh, very interesting. And, of course, uh, uh, you know, the young man, as we'll find out, when he, the first part he's okay with. He says, yeah, I, I keep the commandments. You know, uh, I do those things. He even said from his youth, but uh, that second part got him, <laughs> you know, selling everything he has, uh, giving it to the poor and following Jesus. Uh, and we'll see there that, uh, uh, that he went away sad. Uh, in other words, that was something that he was unwilling to do. And so what we learned from this, and we'll, we'll break all this down in more detail, but just kind of giving you a little synopsis here, that the young ruler, though, you know, he really thought more of his stuff, his things here on earth. In other words, his heart really wasn't right. I mean, he came and he said the right things, did the right things, but his heart st still wasn't where it needed to be. Uh, and uh, uh, he still thought more of his things here on earth, his possessions, uh, than being able to, to go to heaven even. You know, he, he, he wasn't really thinking about these things properly. Um, and certainly we know that if you look at the Bible as a whole, given to the poor doesn't, doesn't qualify you for heaven. We, we know that. Uh, neither keeping the commandments because we might keep the commandments maybe in an in a outward way to some degree, but we know that we really break the commandments in our heart, and that's what Jesus teaches us in the Sermon on the Mount. So nobody really has kept the commandments, right? And, uh, and so, so we, we know the Bible teaches that, so we know that Jesus is not implying that, but Jesus was showing us, let her see there, that the young man, and, and, and even us today, that, that although he was saying the right things, his heart, you know, was still all about stuff. It was still about this world, and it wasn't about God. Maybe he wanted some type of fire insurance, if you understand what I mean there. But Christ already knew that his riches were the most important thing to him, his stuff, the things of this world, that really it was still his God. Uh, and he wasn't willing to put Jesus first in his life at all. And, and really, that's what this brought out. Now, of course, Christ already knew this. And it wasn't that the young man couldn't have been saved, but, but he, you know, he, his heart wasn't right. Um, and, and we understand that giving away his money was not a work for salvation. 
but uh, what but what uh, would have been a work uh, of salvation. In other words, we don't work for salvation, but certainly we'll have good works if we're saved, right? Uh, because we're saved even. And, and so uh, that's what we you know, learn as well. But when we look at these things, of course, we, we want to understand the context. We want to understand the word picture here. But again, we always want to make application. And really, this story is really a sad reminder of a lot of lost people today. And maybe not in the exact same way, but uh, even though we know the Bible teaches that whosoever can trust in Christ as Savior, amen? I believe that. I believe the Bible makes that true, that whosoever can be saved. But the sad fact is that many will not. They just won't, okay? They may go to the right place. They may even go, here he came to the right person even, said the right thing to begin with, but in the end he went away sad. He still went away lost. Now, hopefully maybe he got saved later on. We don't know. But, but my point is, is that uh, that's the world today. You know, they, you know not everybody is, is so uh, uh, offended by certain types of religion, you know, but when it really gets right down to it, you know, who, what, who and what are they really trusting in? Uh, and again, those are things that you and I don't know, but God certainly does. Uh, and so again, I think it's certainly a picture of what we see uh, going on uh, in the world today because a lot of people just can't let go of what the world offers and take hold of Christ, and, and certainly we understand that. Uh, <clears throat> so we also know that e even though Jesus loved the young man, uh, really the young man wouldn't accept the love that Jesus had for him. You know, and we always need to understand that, folks, that, that, that people choose not to be saved. Amen? They choose not to, to put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And, of course, uh, letter E there, we may feel it's impossible for uh, some uh, to be saved, as we'll look at that a little deeper. But the Bible says in Luke 18, 27, uh, concerning this that happened, and he said, that is Jesus, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. So this young man could have been saved, and he might have well, very well been later on. You know, we don't know. The Bible doesn't reveal that. And so that kind of just gives you an overview of it. But we're going to go ahead and break the story down, look at uh, the scriptures, and then, as I said, we'll make some applications. So the story, we start there in Mark chapter 10. The rich young ruler, you can follow along there with your notes, do the fill in the blanks if you like. Uh, the rich young ruler comes to Christ to ask how to have eternal life. And again, this is like a soul winner's dream right here. Uh, but uh, I need to get to Mark myself. But Mark chapter 10, uh, verse 17. Mark 10, 17. The Bible says... It says, And when he, that is Jesus, was gone uh, forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good Master, what shall I do that I may inherit uh, eternal life? And so again, that's, uh, you know, that, like I said, that'd be the soul winner's dream. So this man, he, he, he came, uh, again, looking uh, for, uh, uh, to, to ask about eternal life. Then letter B, we see Jesus' answer again, be somewhat odd to us today, uh, the answer that he gave. And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? Um, let's just pause there for a minute. Um, that's an odd question, isn't it? I mean, think about it. Now, who's Jesus? He's God, right? So, so what does that indicate, though? What does that indicate about this young man? Yeah, it's, he's not really seeing Jesus as God, is he? You know, he's still just kind of looking at him as a prophet, as, a, as maybe a good man. 
but he's not really seeing him as God, right? And uh, 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 we understand that no one comes unto the Father but by who? Christ, you see. So that's very significant. And so we see Jesus' answer. So that, that begins to reveal to us a lot about this young man. Um, and he says, again, in uh, uh, verse 18, it says, Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. And he is God, right? But this young man wasn't seeing him as God. And then he gives this. He says, Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy father and mother. There he's looking at the last six. Uh, but uh, so, so Jesus' answer again, it, it was somewhat odd as he said there, Why callest thou me good? And then he uh, makes reference to the Ten Commandments. Uh, and again, that's uh, something that uh, uh, is odd. And of course, what that does, now of course we have, we have the hindsight here. We, we understand some things. But really what Christ was doing, where this man was aware of it, and what he's showing us today is really revealing where this man's heart was. <laughs> you know, his heart wasn't really where it needed to be. Uh, and of course, Jesus being God, uh, he knew that. And so uh, he, uh, the young man then, let her see, uh, he answers the question about the commandments uh, there in verse 20. He says, And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. And uh, so certainly uh, he, he had kept uh, the, the commandments. In other words, that was his reply. We won't turn there for time's sake, but in Matthew chapter 19, verse 20, also in that reply, he asks, is, is there anything that he lacks? In other words, okay, I, I keep the commandments. Is there anything else that I need to do? And uh, uh, he's, you, know, you, you read that in Matthew chapter 19, verse 20. And then, of course, Jesus then tells uh, the young man uh, from that question to sell his possessions and give everything to the poor. And uh, wow, verse 21, then Jesus beholding him loved him. I think that's significant as well. And said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and take up the cross, and follow me. And so again, a very uh, uh, interesting uh, answer to that uh, story. Now again, I want, to, I want to keep reiterating that Christ already knew uh, this, this man's heart wasn't right, but uh, as I made mention there, Jesus loved the young man despite knowing the young man's heart was not right. Amen. Aren't you glad that God so loved the world? Aren't you glad that God loves sinners? Amen. Enough to send his son. So this wasn't about Jesus not liking this young man. He loved him. But he just knew that his heart uh, wasn't in the right, um, uh, wasn't uh, uh, believing the way that he needed to, wasn't right with him. And then uh, uh, letter E uh, the young man went away sad and grieved. There, verse 22, it says, uh, uh, And he was sad at the saying, and he went away grieved, for he had great uh, possessions. And uh, so what the Bible is revealing to us here is because he was rich, uh, he had and had great possessions. That's the, that in this particular case, that's what was causing this young man not to give his heart over to Christ was stuff material things even, money. And uh, so um, um, it, it's, you know, it, it's not that he uh, 
uh, it's not, I want you to understand, we'll break this down. It wasn't because he was rich and had possessions. That wasn't the sole reason, because we know there are people who have a lot today that are millionaires and saved and love the Lord. So it's not that he had possessions, but that those riches were his God. That's, that's really what all this boils down to. That's really what brought him happiness. That's really what his reason for living was, was, was his stuff. Uh, but, but again, we see that, uh, that, that problem there that this young man had. And again, Jesus being God, uh, he understood this uh, again in a way that you and I wouldn't be able to. Uh, so uh, everybody got that down before I move on to the next one here? And we'll take some time for some questions and comments here in just a second. So then the young man went away sad. Then Jesus addresses his disciples on what just happened. We read there in verse 23, And Jesus looked round about and saith unto his disciples, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answereth again and saith unto him, Children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? So he says it twice. In verse 25, he says, Easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And uh, so uh, another alarming statement uh, by the Lord here in this, this story, and uh, certainly it teaches us that, uh, and Jesus basically says it, that it's difficult for those who have riches to go to heaven. It, it is an issue. He even uses an example, a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to be saved. And there's some differences of opinion on that. Uh, Many believe that it's not necessarily like the, a needle, like a sewing needle, but uh, a small opening that would just be for a human being to pass through maybe a city wall or something. I'm not so sure about that um, because, uh, uh, in other words, whatever it was, it would be something to be impossible for that camel to do. And, and so, so uh, uh, you know, I don't know where you're at on that. It's not really part of the lesson tonight or today. But, uh, but the Bible does make it clear, even Jesus himself teaches us that, you know, having things, you know, riches, uh, can hurt a person spiritually, can it? Amen. I mean, you know, it, it happens all the time. You know, I, I think I've told you this story. He's in heaven now. Brother Bill Walker uh, went to college, Texas A&M, back in the 50s chemical engineer, worked all over the world, very smart man, mathematical genius, made a lot of money. And uh, he was telling me a story one time that uh, when he, you know, for, he had a job, uh, he was working, I think, in, back in Texas at the time, and things started rolling in his life. He started making a lot of money. And he went to the preacher, and he said, preacher, he said, you know, I, I've kind of got this problem. He said, you know, I, I, uh, uh, you know, I'm getting this big pay increase, and, you know, and he said, I just don't see how I'm going to be able to tithe that much money, you know. And the preacher said, well, let's, let's go pray about that. And uh, so he said, okay. So he said they went into their church and knelt down at the altar, and the preacher began to pray. And he said, uh, he said I can't really remember exactly what he said, but the one thing that did stick out is when he said, and Lord, if you could just take Brother Bill's job away from him so that he'll be able to tithe correctly. <laughs> and he said, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. And so he got the picture, and, and uh, God would go ahead and use him for many, many years in the ministry, and he was certainly a blessing to us as well. Uh, but, but so it, it's, it is possible, you know, but, but we see how that, 
that money and things and possessions and stuff can be spiritually harmful for us. And we all need to be aware of that today, okay? Uh, and understand uh, some things here because Christ says it twice even. And so he's putting a great emphasis uh, on those things. And uh, so I think that's uh, important. You know, there's a lot of disobedience uh, even to the house of God because of money. Amen. Making it. Okay. And uh, so it, it is certainly a lot of application we could make as well. And uh, so, so we see there that uh, Jesus, again, saying some very hard sayings. And then we see the uh, disciples' response to that statement in verse 26. And they were astonished out of measure, that means beyond measure, uh, saying among themselves, who then uh, can be saved? And uh, Jesus uh, very quickly uh, answers there uh, in uh, verse 27. He says, And Jesus looking upon them saith, With men it is impossible, but with God... But, with, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. And so certainly uh, when it comes to those types of things, it is impossible, uh, but with God it is possible. And we praise, uh, we praise the Lord for that, amen, that, that certainly, again, rich people can, can, uh, can be saved. That's not what this lesson is about. But certainly we have to, we have to acknowledge here that, that possessions, having stuff, making money can, can certainly be a hindrance uh, for lost people, and I would even say save people uh, as well. And so that's the story, and we'll get into what we learn and some principles that we can apply and those types of things here in just a moment. But does anybody have any questions or comments about the story itself? Miss Barbara? Uh, I appreciate it. I had never seen this point before until mm -hmm. you brought it up, that it's not the riches or the money, mm -hmm. the focus. Right, it's the attitude towards it. Right, right, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You're, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, amen, amen, amen. You know, there's, uh, I can't remember the preacher that I heard this. I think I was listening on the radio to J. Vernon McGee one time. And uh, he just flat said, he said, you know, if you really want to know where somebody is spiritually, check their wallet. It's true. Amen. <laughs> You know, and just even right now, I can tell there's tension in the air because we're talking about money. That tells you right there that it's kind of a sore object, right? <laughs> He's like, well, I don't know, preacher. I wish you'd move on to something else. <laughs> so, you know, that tells us that there is issue that we probably all struggle a little bit in that area. Would that be fair to say? Amen? And uh, so, again, it's, it's something that that uh, I think this lesson really, really uh, brings out. It's not the actual having of the stuff, but our attitude towards it and our trust in it. Some people are trusting in their retirement more than they are God. Amen. I just felt the tension get a little tighter. <laughs> Brother Billy? <laughs> That's right. Amen. <laughs> yes. Amen. That's right. Yeah, it's all his. That's right. He just lets us be stewards over it, doesn't he? <laughs> Amen. Right, right. Yeah, amen. So you may work for it, but you have to 
That's right. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. Right, right. And, and again, to, to Brother Billy is exactly right, you know, and, and this isn't a lesson about giving per se, but we're using giving as a, as a standard there to show us that, you know, money can be a big issue in our lives, <laughs> and, you know, to, to a, you know, I say a negative side of that. So, so again, it's something that uh, uh, we need uh, to understand, uh, and it really is a, is, is a true measure, you know, where we might be as far as faith and our love for the Lord. Anybody else on the story itself? Anybody else? Brother Kenny? I didn't hear what you said. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. What Brother Kenny's saying there, I believe, is is that uh, you know, kind of echo what Brother Billy was saying there. Is uh, especially when we go to heaven, we're going to take it with us, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So let's move on to the uh, what we learn, uh, some things here that we learn <clears throat> as we motor on through this. So the first thing we learn uh, there, follow along on your notes. Number two, uh, the rich young ruler uh, came to the right person, I would even say the right place, to find out how to have eternal life. Um, but the problem was, as we see here on our fill in blanks, uh, he was not willing to do what Christ said, first of all, uh, and uh, secondly, to stop trusting his riches and trust Christ. And we've kind of hit on that with our conversation here already uh, uh, with some of these great uh, 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 answer or questions and, and uh, comments about what we've learned so far. And uh, so again, you know, now again, God, God knew this already. He knew his heart, okay? And uh, so now we, you know, a lot of people, you know, will, will say, you know, preacher, what about, you know, what about us? You know, uh, I, I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have said keep the commandments, you know, because I don't know people's hearts. Amen. Uh, but here's the thing. Chances are, if somebody came to me the way that he was, in my mind, he would have went away saved. Right. Because that's all I got to go off of. OK. And I'd have been rejoicing. I'd have been happy. Uh, but we know when we study Matthew chapter 13, which we have in this Sunday school class, that all the, not all those who profess possess, you know, and we don't know that. We simply do our job. We, we give the gospel. And when it gets right down to it, whether they receive that or not is completely up to God, right? Amen. Amen. Uh, but certainly God knew this. So I just, I just want to make that clarification. Uh, letter B, uh, it's difficult for the rich to be saved because they rely on their wealth and possessions, not the Lord. Again, we've, we've already hit on this uh, already. But again, Jesus not telling the young man he could buy his way to heaven, but that he must not trust in his riches for salvation. And so again, we've covered that, just another way of saying it. Uh, but to give you a second there to uh, get that put down in your uh, uh, fill in the blank. All right, does everybody have that? Okay, all right. Amen. Miss Barbara has to do Brother True's homework at the same time, so it takes her a little longer. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, so let her see there. Again, you can follow along there on your notes. Uh, the young man misunderstood what was enough to have uh, eternal life. And these are some interesting uh, bullet points. And, and again, um, so many people come to the Lord 
seeking, quote-unquote, salvation. You know, a lot of people want to be saved, but not necessarily saved from eternal damnation. They want to be saved from their circumstances. They want to be saved out of you know, what they're struggling with or what have you. And so it says there, number one, many are searching for eternal, many merely, that is, searching for eternal life is not enough. You know, I mean, it's certainly a start, but just looking into some things, uh, that, that's not going to save you, amen? Getting religious about things isn't going to, to save you. Uh, whoops, went too, we've already got it all up there. Simply acknowledging God is not enough. You know, well, I believe in God. Um, that's simply not enough either. Keeping commandments, certainly not enough. Rules, whatever, standards. Uh, being good is not enough. I'm sure this young man was probably a, a good young man. He was probably well-respected, you know. I mean, if he, um, we have no reason to believe that he didn't uh, try to live after, after those commandments, you know. Um, probably was a, a, what we would call today a fine young man. But he wasn't saved. <laughs> Being good's not enough. And certainly trusting our possessions, you know, uh, that's, that's not our happiness, amen. <laughs> you know, the things that we have. Uh, and so again, some, uh, you know, the young man misunderstood what was enough to have eternal life. So I'll give you another minute or two uh, or second or two on those. Uh, any, any questions or comments before we finish up there with the principles? Anybody else have anything they'd like to add? Miss Martha? Well, searching's fine, but that won't save you. You have to lay a hold of it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? You know, uh, so it's, you know, yeah, 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 that's a good question. Uh, because a lot of people think just because they're now kind of have an intellectual nod toward the things of God, that all of a sudden they're in this realm of being right with God. No, you're not. You have to be saved, amen. Brother Carr? Jesus said that seek men are in the That's right, amen. Exactly right, exactly right. And uh, so again, uh, uh, you know, Christ makes all these things very clear, you know, that, that it's not just intellectual nods. It's not just, you know, uh, even feeling bad about the circumstances you're in. It's not even enough to just believe that there is a God. You know, it's about trusting Jesus Christ to take you to heaven when you die. That's salvation, amen. Brother, Brother Leon? <clears throat> Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Salvation mm -hmm. itself is simple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And what you said there, brother, is right. Um, you know, the again, I, you know, I want to be careful here, but but a lot of times the what we would call the intellectual, uh, and I'm not saying they're good or bad. I'm just saying, but there are people that are very intellectual, very smart, very book smart. And they'll struggle with things like this more than, than somebody like myself will because what that does is there's so many different what-ifs and coulda, shoulda, wouldas going on in their mind that you just simply can't believe that it is this simple, you know. And, and, and so it is tough, and we, we run into that. And certainly people of means usually will fall into that category. In other words, they, they've made a lot of money because they got some ability, um, and they, they have a hard time simply believing, trusting, relying on Christ 
100% for, for their happiness and so forth and so forth. And I know brother, uh, uh, brother, I know brother Leon knows this, but I just want to make clarification that the uh, parable was, was stories that Jesus told, but this actually happened. This, this is true, and I know Brother Leon knows that, but I just want to make sure you all realize that this was something that actually happened. Okay? All right. All right, anything else? Anybody? Yes, Brother Brad. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, amen. Uh, amen, Brother. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, amen. Sure. Amen. <laughs> amen. Yeah, yeah, amen, amen. Yeah, you're right, Brother Brad. Very well put, you know, uh, Brother Brad saying that although the lesson here is talking about a young man that, that went away lost, Certainly, application could be made to us as believers, you know, uh, as well, uh, as far as uh, really, uh, you know, following Christ, uh, uh, something that's important. All right. Okay. All right. So let's look at uh, our principles then. And um, uh, you'll notice there on your notes, I didn't put all the scriptures down there, uh, but uh, uh, very simply put, uh, who can be saved? And again, we didn't touch on repentance today, but we always want to make sure that we stick with the Bible with things. And it's those that repent of their sin. And let's uh, talk about, we're running out of time here. We won't turn to the Bible verses. But always remember this, and most of you know, I believe I've taught on this before. Repentance really isn't what some people make it out to be. <clears throat> repentance is simply a change of mind. Okay, Repentance means to turn around. I'm walking my own way. Um, uh, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. As soon as repentance and belief right there together, amen. In other words, it's, it's, uh, it's saying, you know what? God is right and I'm wrong. I am repenting. I'm turning around, going in the opposite direction. And uh, through faith, I'm accepting Jesus Christ as my Savior. That's repentance, okay? And uh, so, again, I encourage you to read some of those Bible verses there. And then certainly those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, amen? Uh, and, and again, now God knew uh, in this instance, this young man was not going to do that. He wasn't ready for that. <laughs> you know, he wasn't putting his faith and trust in Jesus Christ, okay? And uh, so important to understand. All right, all right. So one last time, any comments or questions? We did good this morning. I always appreciate the good comments and questions. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Miss Anita. Sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Amen, amen. Miss Anita's saying that regardless of their, their financial, you know, uh, financially, that, that the intellect, as she put it, just has a hard time. They can't get it through their mind, <laughs> you know, that, that uh, they can simply believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved, you know. Um, you know, uh, a lot of it just has to do, uh, I think she might, she might not have used the word pride, but certainly I believe that was the insinuation, is because it just comes down until the Bible makes sense in my own mind, I'm not going to accept it. Well, that's you playing God. 
That's you saying, you know, God's going to have to show me something. You know, and by the way, the Bible, you know, some people, you know, this may raise an eyebrow or two, but I don't think anybody can take the Bible and prove there's a God. I don't think anybody can take the Bible and prove that this, this is how you go to heaven. Okay? In other words, and God didn't write it for that point. God didn't write the Bible to prove. God doesn't have to prove anything. God simply gave us information. And he said, here's how it is, here's what happened, and you either believe it or you don't. You understand what I'm saying? And for people to say it's got to be proven to me, just like this young man here, they might be in the right place, they might even be asking the right questions, but their heart, it's, it's, not, it's not there, amen, because it comes down to belief, okay? And uh, so, so very, very important. All right, all right. Yes, Brother Mike. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right, right, yeah, it wouldn't help you. Mm -hmm. Right, sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Amen, amen, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, you know, the rich young ruler, we didn't hit on that part. Mike brought that up. Uh, so this was a man of means. He was a man of prestige. This was probably a man that, and, and young still. And so he was very admired. He was probably an upstanding citizen. I mean, he was like, you know, the mayor. I mean, he would, he would have been somebody, you know, that, that people looked up to. But all that power, all that wealth and everything that he had uh, couldn't get him what he really needed. <laughs> and that was salvation, uh, to simply believe uh, on the Lord Jesus Christ, not to trust on his stuff. And uh, so, amen, amen. Good comments, great comments. I appreciate those. All right, all right. So uh, that's it for that lesson. Next week, we'll be looking at the woman healed of the issue of blood or of issue of blood and another great uh, story from the New Testament uh, as well. All right, well, let's go to the Lord of Prayer. We've got about 10, maybe 